Hey guys, it's Leah Buckles here from Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting. I am a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, um, and former CMP examiner. Today I wanted to come on and just spend a couple minutes talking about the MOS Smart Book, which I think is a really helpful and useful um, regulation. It's actually a, a Department of the Army pamphlet um, that I use when I'm looking for information on specific MOSs or occupational specialties for the Army, um, you know, just this is typically for enlisted folks, um, when I want to describe some of the ailments that they um, may suffer from and how they can relate to their MOS, right, or their occupational specialty. So um, the MOS Smart Book is something that I've used for quite a long time. It's something that while I was on active duty, I used when we were looking at, does somebody meet retention standards for their MOS? Um, you know, do they need to be reclassified? Things like that. And, and now I utilize it because it tells you specifically for each MOS um, at each skill level, right? Skill level one through, you know, whatever, you know, enlisted, you know, E1 to, to E5 to E6, skill level four, um, what the spe specific um, requirements of that MOS were. So it helps me to put pen to paper to explain um, some of the things an 11 Bravo had to do, an infantryman or a cav scout or an artilleryman or a medic or whatever, because it's in black and white. So I can say, okay, they had to ruck march. They had to do this. They had to do that. Well, no, here's what they were required to do and here is the source that I pull it from right so um, it's Department of the Army pamphlet 6-11 um, I'm sorry 611-21 right if you guys can't find it you're more than welcome to just send me a shoot me an email or drop drop your information in the comments um, and I can uh, send it, send you an email with the information okay I may also put it in my file section of my Facebook page if you guys are following that right um, so like I said, um, I'm going to flip around my camera. I know I'm like super not technically skilled. I'm going to get better. I got to, uh, figure out how to get high speed with my electronics, but hang on. Okay. So if you look at this, this is, um, the DA PAM and it's, it's a live document and it's interactive, right? So if I want to look, um, at, and it's a little bit older of a document, but I still use it, right? So I'm going to click on, I'm going to look for an 11 Bravo. So I'm going to just click on the 11. Um, and then I'm going to go to 11 Bravo up here at the top. Okay. Um, and I'm going to look at table 10. Click on that. And it tells you right here. Okay. So it just takes you right to it. Skill level one. Here's everything that they had to do. And I'm going to kind of read off, but then you can scroll down a little bit and you can look here they have skill level two so if somebody was a sergeant if they if they were a skill level three or if they were a skill level four right what they had to do and this basically synopsis skill level one has to do the most because you know as um let me flip my camera back as lower enlisted folks um i used to be one right i came in as a pv2 um before i commissioned you know i went all the way up to e6 before i um commissioned as an officer right and became a PA. Um, so at skill level one, the um, privates and the lower ranking folks, those are the guys that usually have to do more hard, you know, more of the heavy lifting and more of the laborious activities, right? And then skill level two, as you get, get up in ranks, you have more, um, you know, you're more of a supervisory role and you're supposed to be that knowledge base. You still have to do some of those tasks, but your um, physical tasks go down, right? So skill level one, um, 
you know, so some of the, I'm not going to read off every single one of these tasks, but I'll read off a few of them so you can kind of get a picture of, you know, what I cite when I discuss what an infantryman used to have to do, right? Um, so they have to, let's see, um, lift and lower 32 pound um, bags shoulder height, frequently throw one pound object 40 meters, frequently lift 45 pounds waist high, occasionally climbs a rope a distance of up to 30 feet, um, frequently lifts 55 pounds overhead, frequently lifts 55 pounds three feet high, moves laterally five feet, occasionally carries 153 pounds 10 meters. Um, let's see what else. Occasionally raises and carries 160 pound, 160 pound person on their back, okay? Um, frequently performs all other tasks while carrying a minimum of 60 pounds evenly distributed throughout the entire body. Um, frequently digs, lifts, shovels, 20, 21 um, pound scoops of dirt in, in bent, stooped, or kneeling positions, right? So I'll kind of won't... Uh, continue to read off a million points, but I just want you guys to know that there, when you're trying to describe like what you did in your MOS, um, there is a, a regulation that says this is what this skill level had to do and they were required to do um, for, you know, to, to become, um, to maintain their MOS qualifications, right? And so that's, that gives you a little bit more descriptors of what you can put in when you're talking about, hey, I didn't complain of back pain on active duty because I didn't want to get ridiculed and it was frowned upon and et cetera, et cetera. But here are some of the things that I had to do, right? Um, you know, and then if you're a paratrooper or whatever, we kind of talk about some of those things. So this VA PAM is awesome. I just showed you guys 11 Bravo. Every MOS is in there. Now, if there's newer MOSs or MOSs were converted, et cetera, um, you know, like the 91 whiskey, maybe a 68 whiskey now, things like that, you have to just kind of convert a little bit. Um, but let me know if you guys um, have any questions on this. I hope it was helpful. And um, I look forward to hearing you guys' comments on this. All right. I hope you guys have a nice day. Thanks a lot.